So if you guys were here last time I talked, um, Ben had made that slideshow before uh, I got here. Or he texted me like an hour before and was like, I need you to teach today. I'm in the hospital. And so uh, there will be no sexual dances in this one. I made this slideshow myself, and I can go ahead and promise you that. Um, so last week, Ben talked about spiritual growth, and he started this series about how um, the Holy Spirit works through us and changes us, and he said um, he wanted me to talk about some kind of growth or what makes us grow, and my mind immediately went to, I want to talk about what makes us not grow. And so this week we'll be talking about um, hindrances and things that keep us from growing. So if you'd like to turn to Matthew 12, uh, verses 33 through 35, um, it talks a lot about this. And if you, um, you'd like to write stuff down, I would highly encourage it. Um, I've started writing stuff down years ago, and I have three or four journals now. Uh, that I filled up and I would highly encourage it because at any point you can just look back and you can say oh yeah I remember this talk I remember this uh, lesson that I heard and it can really uh, help you grow which is kind of what we're talking about uh, so Matthew 12 says make a tree good and its fruit will be good or make a tree bad and its fruit will be bad for a tree is recognized by its fruit you brood of vipers how can you who are evil say anything good for the mouth speaks what the heart is full of a good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in him. So Jesus uh, talks about how growth is measured in fruit. Uh, it's not measured in um, like how cool you are, how much money you have, how popular you are. It's measured in fruit, and just the fruit. Um, and so fruit is obviously a plant. So I said, in nature, what prevents growth? It's kind of... What? Drought. Drought. Anyone else? Weeds. Weeds. That's the answer I was looking for. But drought was good too. I could talk a. I could talk a whole talk about that. Um, all right. So in a garden, uh, I said weeds compete for nutrients, and they keep plants from growing uh, to their full potentials. And in life, there are similar. Uh, I call them weeds throughout the rest of the slideshow. Uh, but what are some like weeds? that we have in our lives that keep us from growing, uh, compete for our attention and for our time, um, and keep us from growing to our full potentials. Comparison. That's a very good one. I didn't put that one, but I wish I had, because that's very good. Sexual integrity. Mm. Negative influences. Y'all's answers are a lot better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I put... TV shows, movies, music, books, and video games. So my, my thinking was more of uh, what we're spending our time with, what we're uh, putting into our bodies, like what we're consuming through uh, media and stuff like that. But those all were very good answers, and I wish I had thought of those before because those were really, really good. Uh, so in James 3, it talks a little bit about, um, specifically about talking, but for this lesson, uh, I'm comparing it to like all actions that we do. So it says, With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth comes praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. And so this is talking about how um, the rest of the chapter, and really the book of James, which I would encourage you to read because it's like five chapters and it's really, really good. Uh, but it talks a lot about how um, what we put into our heart is what we say. And uh, for this, 
I compare it to what we do. So if you're um, watching a lot of inappropriate uh, shows or you're listening to a lot of bad music, that's what's going to come out of you. That's what's going to uh, be produced from that. And so I kind of just talked about it, but why is it important to be careful about what we consume with our eyes and ears? Going with the fruit thing again. I like it. <laughs> Anyone else? It's just, pr- I mean, it just eventually pricks your heart, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, you look at a child, every child's a product of their environment. So when you see children who are mm-hmm. from good homes, bad homes, it's, it reflects in their character. Mm-hmm. So, it, I mean, it, it doesn't stop following you with age, um, your environment in terms of how it affects you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Bible says what comes out of your mouth comes out of your heart. So it's definitely penetrating there. Mm-hmm. A few weeks ago, I went to the youth group's guys retreat. And I only went for a night in the morning. And so that night, some guys came up to me and we were talking. And one of them said, you guys always tell me that the music I listen to is inappropriate and I shouldn't listen to it. But I don't see anything wrong with listening to rap all the time. Like, what's, what's wrong with that? Um, what harm is it doing to me? And for some reason, I was like, would you put water in your gas tank? And I meant that because you could, when you drive your car, you're always having to put gas in it over and over and over again. Uh, in the same way, you listen to music all day. Like, music is it's at church, it's in your car, um, there's music playing before we started, uh, it's everywhere. And so, I told him, when you're filling your car up with gas, you, it's a constant thing, you're doing it all the time, and um, it's the same with music. If you're putting bad fuel in your car, uh, Carson, what happens if you put, what car does, or what does your truck take? What fuel does it? Diesel. What would happen if you put just regular gas in it? Uh, that would not be the problem. Blow up or <laughs> <laughs> so, I think it's the same for humans. Like, if you're putting in inappropriate music all the time and that's what you're always using even if you're putting in back to the car analogy even if you're putting in the best oil and the best coolant and the best antifreeze I guess I don't really know a lot of car terms even if you're putting in premium everything else if you're always putting in one inappropriate substance into your car it's not gonna work in the same way if all that we listen to is inappropriate music um, it's, it's just not going to work. That's not going to do it for us. Um, and I think that that was a good analogy. I just came up with it um, that night, and he was like, okay. So I don't know if you guys feel the same way. Um, so it's important to cut down weeds um, and to uh, get, that, get different aspects of what we're putting in, making those pure and making those good. Um, and so a lot of times we don't know where to start with that. A lot of people can look and say, okay, I need to cut out um, a show. I need to stop listening to this kind of music. Uh, But it's really hard to start. And so uh, just a few small points. I think that the best way to start cutting down the weeds is to smart stall small and form a habit of change. So um, in the car, every day I listen to music. And if I realize one day that the music I'm listening to is inappropriate, um, it's not going to be a whole change. Um, it's not gonna, I'm not just going to 
I like the music I listen to. Why would I want to change it? And so uh, I think that the best way to do it is to smart, small, start small. Um, sorry. And so every day, just kind of focus on, um, all right, I need to listen to a different playlist. Maybe tonight I'll listen to the same music, but right now I need to listen to a Christian playlist or turn on the radio because um, I have Bluetooth. Nothing fancy, though. Um, so it starts small, and it's every day. It's constant. Um, yeah, so you can cut the playlist, a show, or a movie. Um, so I know that like there's a lot of shows um, that I could talk about. I'm not going to name any specifics, but everybody knows of some shows that are obviously uh, very pagan. They talk about pagan themes. There's a lot of uh, really, really, really inappropriate, like awful actions. Um, and like I said, I'm not going to name any shows, but everybody knows of a few. Um, so maybe you don't watch that show for a week. Maybe you just say, you know what, this show is, it has a good story, but I can't watch it, and I can't watch it for the story, but also see these things. Um, I was talking to a guy this week at a D group, and he said, um, he watched an episode of Breaking Bad, and the first episode, um, it has a lot of bad language, but specifically, um, there was a sex scene that was pretty explicit, and he said, I thought that the show was really interesting and for the next week I'm needing to decide if I want to watch the show because it's good, like the story itself is good, or if I'm going to stop watching the show because it's making my mind do things that I don't want it to do. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit, but uh, just have that thought kind of in your head. And so it won't be easy to cut this stuff from your life. Um, especially if you're really invested in the show or uh, the movie is really, really good, uh, but it still has the inappropriate aspects. Um, it's not going to be easy to just say, okay, I'm not going to listen to that anymore. I'm not going to watch that anymore. It's not because it's just your way of life, um, but it's, I think it's very crucial for growth because, like we've said, if you're putting stuff in, it's going to come back out, and um, I don't think that there's any way to get around that. So... Uh, the next step is to replace the weeds. So obviously, if you're listening to music in your car and you turn it off, it's not just going to be, you're not just going to want to ride in silence. Um, you're going to want, like, fun music. You're going to want to still be listening to music. Or um, if you spend an hour every day watching TV, which I think is the recommended amount. It can't be more than that. Uh, <laughs> if you're watching a show every week or every day and you want to cut that out of your life, um, you're going to have this hour, and so maybe you watch a, a cleaner TV show. Um, maybe you spend that time reading, maybe. Um, so you find cleaner stuff to put into your body in those times. And so this is going to be a little cheesy, um, but I don't really care. Uh, the youth group has had the same playlist since like 2012 or something and as a joke I made a new version of it and Mike Jones really liked it a lot so I made another one and so if you have Spotify I didn't know this you can take a picture on Spotify and like download the album or the playlist and so you don't have to do it right now but I thought it would be really cool for everybody to be like so Okay, no one's getting their phone out, so I'll go ahead and switch. But yeah, Pepe Christian 2 and 3. Play them if you want to get out of a bad playlist and you want something clean and fun. Um, so I don't think that this is ever going to be like 100% possible just because today we live in a world where um, almost every show that's not 
a kids show is going to have inappropriate themes. It's going to have some language here and there. Um, the kid was asking me about the music. He said, we're going to watch Avengers tomorrow, and I know for sure that they're going to cuss in it. How can, um, how can we say, okay, I'm not going to listen to that, but still go and watch a movie with inappropriate language? Um, and that's, it was a really hard topic, and I've thought about that for the past two weeks, and I'll get to that in a second, uh, but it's not possible. It's not possible to be a part of this culture and not um, hear some of that, not take some of that in. And so um, it's important to realize that, but at the same time, realize that we can't just settle. We can't just say, you know what, you're right, I'm always going to hear bad words, so... I'm not going to cut anything else. Uh, we should always strive to be better and to strive to um, be pointing out what we're seeing and saying, okay, I'm not going to listen to that anymore. Um, I'm still going to watch this movie and it's still going to have a couple bad words, but I'm still going to go and watch it. Like, there's a balance that you have to have. Um, and so I said, at what point is it okay to watch a movie with bad language? Um, are Christians allowed? to watch G-rated movies only? Are we only allowed to go watch, what's the, Ugly Dolls, is that the new one? Uh, I haven't seen anything about it, but I think that that's a new kids movie. Or Detective Pikachu, has anybody seen that? Is it inappropriate? I don't know, it seems like a kids movie to me. Uh, so, it's not G. It's not G? No. Oh. Okay, well, sorry. Uh, so at what point is it okay for us to go and watch um, like Avengers? Or should we be allowed to watch Avengers? They said inappropriate language here and there. Um, was that okay for us to go and see that? What do you guys think about that? I think ultimately the answer is I, yeah, I would say no, just because you can't, we, we shouldn't underestimate the power of what that influence has over Now, are we going to watch it? Yeah. I mean, I'm not into Avengers, but I watch other filthy things. So, <laughs> it's, you know what I'm saying? I, I think mm -hmm. it's kind of like, don't don't draw a gray area with sin. Mm -hmm. you know? just, just, it's either black or white. I also think it's important with like how you're ingesting it, if it's like an active watching or listening versus a passive one. Mm -hmm. Where it's like it doesn't necessarily excuse it, but it's sort of like if you're just like passively listening to music over and over just in the background, like then that I think can take a much higher toll than hey, I'm gonna like this is like a song that is like I find interesting. I'm gonna listen to it once or twice just to sort of like see what it's about. Mm -hmm. Is it more like active versus passive? It doesn't excuse it, but it, I also think that makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. At Impact last year, one of the lessons talked about um, how our heart, like you can imagine this, uh, he used to call it like a, a razor triangle in your heart. And every time you sin, that triangle spins. And every time you're uh, seeing something inappropriate and you're like, wow, that's not okay, this triangle spins and it cuts your heart and it hurts. Um, and that's how a lot of on-fire Christians feel, but over time, after spinning and spinning and spinning, that razor gets dull, and it doesn't hurt as bad. And so um, I think that it you should always be praying for that razor to be cutting actively. Um, you can't go to a movie and see a bunch of language and just be dull to it. If you're dull to the language, that's when it starts affecting you and getting into your heart and then coming back out. Um, and so in 1 Corinthians 10, I didn't realize this, there's a a passage about food and how people, because uh, the Jewish culture has a lot of um, 
interesting food laws and um, traditions. And so the chapter from or the passage from First Corinthians is talking about food, um, but in a broader sense, it's talking about culture and how you can interact with other cultures. So it says, I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. No one should seek their own good, but the good of others. Eat anything sold in the meat market without raising questions of conscience, for the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. If an unbeliever invites you to a meal and you want to go, eat whatever is put before you without raising questions of conscience. But if someone says to you, this has been offered in sacrifice, then do not eat it, both for the sake of you, of the one who told you, and for the sake of conscience. I am referring to the other person's conscience, not yours. For why is my freedom being judged by another's conscience? If I take part in a meal with thankfulness, why am I denounced because of something I thank God for? So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. And so uh, this says that if you go to see Avengers, it's gonna. If somebody says, "Hey, come see Avengers with me," go see it with them. Um, but if they say, "I appreciate that that movie said inappropriate words," it's more real, as a lot of people say. Like, I've I've never understood when people say, "Oh, I." Like, we went to a, a speaker for yeah. It's more authentic. I went to a a speaker at MTSU uh, with my class from Motlow, and afterwards we talked about it. And one girl in there was like. He just, he said a lot of bad words, um, and I, I understood why that could be offensive, but I really liked it because he was speaking from his heart, and it was more authentic. And I've just never really understood that because, like, you, yeah, you have, like, he did have a nasty heart. He had to go, like, above, like, average vocabulary to say a lot of the stuff that he was saying. And so, um, sorry, that was a little side thing. Um, but... This passage is just saying, like, if you are going to stuff, and like Houston was saying, if it's passive versus active, like, if you're going to stuff and you see, that was a bad word, I probably shouldn't say that. If you notice that, um, and you do it with a good heart, and you're doing it for the glory of God, then it's, it's not going to super affect you. But again, we have to focus on um, why it's dangerous and what it's going to do to you. Um, and so the danger comes um, in two ways. The first one is how what we consume affects our hearts. Um, and so, like I said, the guy that was talking was saying that he used to have a porn addiction, and when he saw the scene from Breaking Bad, the sex scene that was super explicit, he, was, he said, I don't think it's going to cause me to stumble, but it could. And so I'm actively going to have to take an extra step and a half to make sure that um, I don't fall back into that habit. And so um, that's the first danger when we're, we're looking at um, causes us to stumble. And the second one is how what we're consuming affects other people. Um, so this is kind of a not great story for myself, but a few months ago when Deadpool 2 came out, um, I did go and see it in theaters and I regretted it, not just because it was an awful movie and I shouldn't have gone and seen it, um, but also Skid was there, like, watching a different movie. And I was like, hey, what are you watching? And I was like, Deadpool 2. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, uh, it, this right here, I didn't have a way to put it into words, um, but this was, like, super active in that moment. I knew that I shouldn't be watching this movie, um, and as soon as somebody else called me out on it, it hurt me like really bad that I was going and seeing this movie. Um, but what it really, 
what hmm, what really makes it dangerous is when a non-believer looks at a Christian going and seeing Deadpool 2 and says, if they're seeing it, then why shouldn't I see it? There's nothing wrong with it. The Christian's doing it. Or they look at it and they say, the Christian's doing it. They're not anything special. Um, they don't have something that I don't have. They're not um, doing anything on a higher level. I don't need that to be a Christian. Or I don't need that in my life because... I'm, I'm fine. They're watching it. I'm watching it. It's fine. Um, and so we always have to think about what message we're sending to the world when we're consuming media. Um, a lot of Christians will talk about or will tweet about a show every week. And they're like, oh, wow, that was such a good episode. Or, wow, that was such a bad episode. But really, like, they shouldn't be watching that show and then sending that message out. Because, again, when somebody on Twitter looks at a Christian pastor's Twitter and says, oh, they're watching this show, uh, and they're a pastor. Wow, like, they're definitely, like, a great person. I shouldn't have to worry about um, watching it, too, because they're so good and pure. Like, it's not a big deal. Um, and so they have to, I think, that the best way to go about that is to either just not tweet about it or to, in the Twitter account, say, I thought that this episode was great, but I disliked this scene because, and talk specifically about how the show wasn't appropriate and how it was, if unchecked, going to destroy your heart over time. Um, and so we're not, we're called to be set apart in the world, but when we're partaking in all the media and we're talking about all the media um, and we're letting the media kind of control our lives, we're not being set apart. We're being just like the world is. We're being just caught up in the same trends and uh, the same media as everybody else. Um, and so I realize that I have not practiced this, and so we have 15 minutes to talk about this one question because this is my last slide. Um, and so with your tables, just discuss um, what weeds you'll cut this week. So is it a playlist that you don't want to listen to anymore? Is it um, a TV show that you know is inappropriate that um, you want to cut out? So maybe you don't watch the episode uh, tonight when you get home. Um, so just with your tables, discuss what weeds you'll cut out this week. And I'll pray before we do that. And then we're kind of dismissed for 15 extra minutes. So have fun. Uh, let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for this morning. And we thank you for your word. Um, Lord, we know that we should be called apart, called, we are called to be uh, holy, and we're called to be different than the world. And Lord, I pray that this week, um, in order to grow, Lord, I pray that um, we'll catch ourselves when we're um, stumbling, and we'll catch ourselves when we're setting ourselves up to stumble. Lord, I pray that um, everything we do this week will be for your glory and will help us to grow closer to you. And it's in your son's name we pray. Amen. So yeah, just discuss with our tables, and we are dismissed.